1: Welcome back to the Insecure Experience, brought to you by the Flawless Noises Media Network. I'm one-third of your co host Um, Y'all know where to find me at this point, Lord Jesus. Y'all hear my big mouth all across the network. And as usual, I'm joined by two of my beautiful co-hosts, and we got a special guest, yes, for the season finale of the uh, Insecure. Hey, Bree. Hey, Tia. Bye. Hey. I'm glad to be back. This is one of the highlights of my of my day when we record this. So I'm glad that we get to record this. And we have a special guest. His name is Stanley. Um, Tia was like, my coworker Stanley, he he would he want to come on and talk about it. He watched Insecure, and I was like, Yes, okay, let's go. So hey Stanley, welcome.
0: Thank you for having me.
1: Is this your first podcast experience?
0: Not necessarily. Uh, It's my first podcast. It's not my first YouTube. I actually just did a YouTube with someone else, on the Lean on YouTube. Um, That was a a virtual one. We discussed the block party episode.
1: Oh, okay. Cool. Well, good. It's good to have you here. I don't have any network announcements because we want to get into this finale because we all got opinions about the shit that took place in episode 10, Lord. First things... Mm -hmm. First, Lawrence got the job, which we knew he would. That's cool. Congratulations, nigga, for not reverting to a bum again. (laughs) 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 But he and Issa discussed their relationship and doing long distance, saying they could make it work, and they kissing and they all happy and shit. Um,. I would have just moved to San Francisco, y'all. I ain't gonna lie. I ain't gonna <laughs> hold you. <laughs> they if paying him, that, yeah. They paying him that mm-hmm. good money. Let me come. Let me come live off of you the way you was doing me when shit went downhill. Like it's time for me to be a little comfortable and reap the benefits of you being successful now. Because Lord I, knows she went through it when he was broken and laying up on that couch. Right.
0: I deserve a livelihood. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's. Not- One of my girlfriends was like, she went too fast. No, look, she spent five years with that motherfucker. She was miserable. He deserves. She deserved the best. I would have been like, when are we moving? What's your What's your employment package looking like? Like, let's go.
2: (laughs) Can you support both of us? Because I'm cool with
0: it. Like, yes. It's by turn. (laughs)
2: <laughs>
1: yeah. And she could have went to San Francisco and been planning events. It's not like California, one of them states that is kind of popping no matter which big city you hit. Like you can make anything shake in a big city in California. So I would have just took my block party skills right on up um, to the trolley city. If me right and up. my trolley nigga. Yep. <laughs> been right. right. Block party, San
2: Francisco. Let's yeah. fucking
0: go. <laughs> especially in the virtual world that would be perfect like we all doing shit remote anyway so why not
1: exactly and andrew and molly are out right at some work event and they judging people which is one of my favorite things to do i love the people watch like when i'm out i just like to relax and people watch and be like look at this stupid motherfucker that bitch is drunk (laughs) <laughs> he finna go cheat on his wife cause he got on a wedding ring, but he all up in this other woman' face who don't have on no wedding ring. So I like to do that kind of shit. So I thought what they did was cute, um, but then, mm-hmm. like, Andrew didn't want to continue the night with Molly's coworkers, and I'm one of them people too. I don't care how cool your coworkers are, I ain't, I ain't trying to hang out with them for too too long i don't
2: care not only do i not want to hang out with my co-workers she a good one because i don't even want my nigga around my co-workers like girl no we're not not friends we're not friends thing and but you know (laughs) i work with a whole bunch of white people so (laughs) that's also a thing too like i don't really
0: and she's the kind of picture because she's so conniving she ain't got no friends at her job so it's really all gay all, all up for grabs so they'll do some shit like follow him on social media but not be friends with her because what about the job like her anyway so i really wouldn't bring about
1: many the menu, yeah, that's I a could... good point she she really i mean we had the one episode where she was working with the other black women in the firm but i didn't feel a real connection the way the other ladies was talking to each other and like oh. you could tell there was some camaraderie there and they had the rapport and molly was just kind of there and right. i was just like damn which is weird, because you treated she y'all show her girl like
0: shit. She mm-hmm. should show her true colors in season three. So they was like, if he gonna, if she don't have no respect for the head nigga, she definitely wants to go wrestle over. So
3: Right. <laughs> I don't blame Andrew for not wanting to be around her coworkers, because, I mean, once I left my main office and my job, I don't like them niggas I work with. Y'all ain't my friends. I don't even right. want to talk to you at work, let alone outside of work. So, Andrew, what? I feel-
2: I, I still Andrew too, from a real place, because when I want to spend time with you, baby, I want to spend time with you. Right. Like, I don't want to spend time with your co-workers. Like, that was just some underhanded ass way for Molly to basically get everything she wanted. Like, she don't never realize people ain't happy because the way, the type of woman that I am, when I would have saw my man wasn't having a good time, I would have been in the mood, honey. So I would have never even created that situation.
3: Bree, she wasn't even conscious of her wig being stiff. So you know she's definitely not conscious of her
0: man's No. Yes.
2: Oh. And look at that. It's time for Brie talks about Molly's wig yet again. Is that a regular thing? It I, is I, a regular I, thing because maybe baby, that wig. That, that wig.
0: But 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 listen, we can't we can't lie. This season. Molly has, as far as dressing is concerned, Molly has been on point. Oh, she's been, oh,
1: yeah. whoever the stylist was for this season, they kept their um, foot on everybody's neck. Cause even Is uh, it's, it's,
0: um, it's Ronnie, um, I forgot her last name. Uh, she has, she did the costume designing. Uh, I follow her on Instagram. She's been dressing the fuck out of them this season. Yes,
2: she. Well, how has. come she didn't dress why or address that damn wig why they ain't get a <laughs> why
1: they ain't get a wig stylist because child you know
2: maybe they ran out of money because they sure ran out of money in the writer's room but we gonna get to that
1: my
3: <laughs> <And laughs> perry with them wigs
2: you know what the thing about this wig and i just imagine in my soul that they yell cut all right guys great season and Molly takes that wig off and puts it on the stand oh, and the wig say, bitch, I am so tired. The wig it's lights with a cigarette. Shaone
0: shot, <laughs> shot, 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 shot Turney, that's her name is. She even dressed the fuck out of them. Yeah, she has. I, I, I don't know if she did all the episodes, but she definitely did the first three with the uh, condola and Issa. you can see that first episode, Issa was laid. Like, yeah. like she spent some money yeah, on she, and she,
1: Yeah, she has been all season, too. I love, like you said, I love the costumes in this season. I even love the way they dress the men. I love the way they dress Kelly. The, everybody here but Molly has just really been fucking with me just because. Like, at some point, honey, if if you don't like their wigs, just bring your own. But then you I know, saw then that wig in that comedy special, and then I was like, <laughs> maybe those are
0: her own wigs. So... you <laughs> <See, laughs> talking about That's the Bob wig. See, but, but, see, but Yvonne Orji is Nigerian. She's beautiful, but they have very distinct features, so sometimes wigs don't really work for them.
2: And they have very distinct wigs, too. <laughs> um. They do. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think, <laughs> I, I, I don't want to drag it too bad only because, but I don't think this is the case for them. I know that I've watched a lot of things and seen a lot of tweets about, you know, the, the styling room is not inclusive or whatever. And if it's a black actress, they always have problems with, okay, who's going to do the hair or they end up doing their own hair. And I don't think on a show full of black people that that's the issue, but that's to me makes a wig thing even worse. Y'all are all niggas like it's black people styling y'all it's black people in the writing room it's black people everywhere like what what is happening with these wigs and it's nobody else's <laughs> hair but molly that's
3: true
2: nobody else's hair but molly's is fucked up and even when Issa wore them fucking pigtails and braids on this last episode which you know i'm kind of hating because my head's too big for shit like that and i'm <laughs> and people be like why this girl dressing like a damn schoolgirl? like what is, what, what is that happening? But For everybody else to have their shit together, and Molly's wig not be right, I would like to talk to the manager.
1: Well, I feel like I feel like like that's internalized racism. Like, is this internalized racism y'all doing with these wigs? Like, what is going on? Like, I don't like it at all. But Tiffany's wig was looking a little ashy too, like uh, Tiffany. Well, it was supposed well, to. I think that was supposed yeah. To, she was supposed to look beat up. And I'm glad you brought us here, T, because the, Molly and Issa's, everybody's phone is getting blown up from Kelly, and it's because Tiffany has gone missing, um, and they're looking for her. First of all, let me tell you about that bus scene. <laughs> oh, before we get to that, let me
2: tell you about the scene where you, she's talking to Andrew, Molly's talking to Andrew, and Kelly is blowing up her phone, and she answers her phone like, what? What is Okay. It? Oh. That would have been the last time I would have called you, bitch, because I'm nothing. Bye. <laughs> Listen.
0: <laughs> no, Listen but yeah, because... I'm the same way. That would have been me. I would think that would have been if it. I'm, I'm, but I, I will say to this, too, Tia Khan can attest to this, too, because she knows what we did for work. I'm very irritated on the phone, so if I'm in the middle of an argument, I probably would have said the same way. But at the same time, I don't talk on the phone and my friends know that stuff. So you call me twice in a row, that means something's wrong. So I really would have addressed them like, okay, what's wrong? She kind of went into old, old bitch mode. So yeah. I would,
2: you have not even been speaking to your friends. Like, correct me if I'm wrong. You've been dodging these niggas like bill collectors ever since the fallout you had with Easter.
0: Yeah.
2: When somebody <laughs> call you yeah. twice in a row, I'm going to be like, hey, you all right? What's up? And I'll literally okay. answer the phone like that for people who call me who I know are not phone people. Like
0: Bitch,
2: right. Like, Regard right.
1: people like you, insufferable whore. Yeah, <laughs> I wish you, were Yeah, that was, I, uh, I- Listen, my attitude, y'all know me. I don't have a quick temper, but I have a bad temper. And yeah. people talking to me like that, um, that's a big trigger for me because I do go out of my way to talk to people in a manner that I want to be talked to. And like Stanley and Bree said, if my friends are calling me back to back. Something is wrong because we have group chats. So we right. typically discuss right. not like we discuss non-emergency stuff in a group chat. So if if somebody gets to call on my phone, like you know, Bree, how we were with Curtis, like when right. I start blowing you up, you was like, Okay, hold on. This ain't even right. like you.
0: Especially twice right? in a row, like back to back. This, that this means,
1: ain't like, yeah. That means something is happening, and she is such a why is she such, she's such a bitch like i ain't never seen nobody who claim they getting good dick be so goddamn mean all the time it's that
2: showing off shit it's that showing off shit because you know it, it's not lost on me that she talked answer the phone that way in front of andrew because she's made this grandstand on some i got you baby i don't need none of these niggas like mm-hmm. that's the way she's acted i feel like she specifically answered the phone like that because she was with andrew like how dare you interrupt me when i was my my asian Life.
0: But you know, but you know, I'ma say something, and I, just, I'm glad you brought that up. Cause somebody was like, you know, they was. Uh, it kind of came out. Of, I was going back and forth with somebody on Facebook. They said it was going out of nowhere by him breaking up with her. I said, but I personally think that Andrew was watching the whole way Molly was behaving, and just not turned off by it gradually, mm-hmm. but just not saying nothing. And I think, and I think, like, like you said, like her seeing the way she acted with Issa the brother thing just took him over the edge. And then just seeing the way she talks to people, I think he just kind of, I, I don't think he expressed it in a way that we see, but I think he was watching the way she moved and treated the people in her life. It's like, you not the one. Okay. Mm-hmm. Then, I don't know if I'm. I, don't know if I'm
1: I, I feel like I seen Bree Tia say that on Twitter or somewhere. Like it's not so much that they couldn't work out their problems, but I think he he watched her as a whole. And like I said last week, and we said it last week, he do he did not agree with the way she handled things with Issa. So this is all like a big build-up at this point right, right. Which,
2: because he's basically getting a preview of i mean he's in the shit and she you said she, that she episodes ago card too Bree. yeah I like did. i remember
1: you saying that when you was like he like her but he's not gonna like her for the long term because he's not gonna like how she deals with people outside of him
2: right. and so you that's right. great.
1: you got that crown Bree, because you've been called Thank that you.
2: i mm-hmm. did call it and I, i'll say this i felt for him when we were in that scene because i'm sitting here like he is being so cautious and so careful with his words as he's talking to her and still talking to her lovingly even though they're not in a good place like on some hey you know this is not you know the way you're acting or whatever the way you acted with my brother like i he's a better one than me because i i probably would have ghosted her ass
3: you know what it is brie brie we just talked about what
1: ghosted do (laughs) you is such a nigga (laughs) and
3: this conversation with her was like the man's equivalent to Issa's conversation. Like one one of us cannot just be doing all the work to salvage this relationship. Mm -hmm. That's basically where he was coming at. Like, I am compromising for you. I am bending over backwards for you. And you're not doing the same for me. Like, anytime, basically, anytime you want me to jump, I say how high. And Molly is so blinded by wanting to be right and not being in a relationship that she doesn't see that.
1: No, yeah,
3: I absolutely No, she agree. doesn't.
2: It's so funny because I literally had this conversation with my man last night in bed and Colin, I'm so sorry. I don't want to out your friends, but here we go. So, we <laughs> had like a little fat or whatever. And um, you know, I in my typical ways, it's like, "All right, nigga, yeah, whatever. I'm right." And he was like, "All right, you you're right." Right? And it went on and on, but he said something to me last night that struck me. He's like, you know, we had a group chat that him and his friends have this group chat or whatever. They talk all the time. And he was like, um, one of his friends was saying, if or column was making the point, if it's not a deal breaker for you, if you know, you're not going to leave. Sometimes I don't even put it out there to argue with my girl about, because I know it's not something that's going to make me leave, but I file it in my mental Rolodex. And I feel like Andrew was doing a whole lot of that, a whole lot of that.
0: His volodex was full.
2: It was full, but it, <laughs> it it also kind of pained me to see, it, it was like second-hand embarrassment or whatever, embarrassment. <laughs> second-hand embarrassment, uh, second-hand embarrassment, watching Molly thing, have man. completely no, I'm drunk, sorry. <laughs> watching Molly have no self-awareness, and you, you didn't have self-awareness when, you know, you were hanging out with your friends and you couldn't see that that wasn't making him happy. Like. I'm, I'm kind of glad I came crashing on her, on her light in this manner so maybe she can finally hold up the mirror to herself. Like, this you, baby.
0: Yeah, I think he definitely too, called her out. Yeah. yeah. I think she's too self aware, but she doesn't just, she's aware about what she feels, but she doesn't take into account of how she's perceived by everybody else. That's, yeah, and she's,
2: she's right. the,
0: she is the mirror opposite of Issa. Issa is. T- too engulfed with everybody else thinks but she's not thinking about who, what she wants and molly all she thinks about is how she feels but she never thinks of well what am i how am i being perceived how am i being looked at and the block party kind of showed it was so evident of that anytime is it if molly was really a self-conscious person she would be like okay this is ghetto let me i'm gonna address you on another time because i don't want to be able right. No, know she's the first one with the rah 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 and ready to like she came up like a ghetto a ghetto chick Isa, on the other hand, was embarrassed. I'm looking at, okay, can we not do this right now? Right. So I think she's too self-aware, but she doesn't look at how am I being perceived, or how am I being looked at, and that's pretty much, and that shows over and over again. And I, I don't, I don't know if that was the point of making her breakup with Andrew kind of seem so out of nowhere, because I think maybe that's the point that maybe we don't. It came out of nowhere to us because we're looking at it through Molly's lens, and maybe. And that's kind of where the show kind of falls. That's kind of the annoying thing about this show is that we look at it through the lens of, this, of these two women mostly. So we really have a hard time with figuring out how everyone around them really feels until it's a conversation. So
2: You know, and it's funny you say that because I wasn't fucking with Molly this season. I only wanted to see the shit through Andrew's eyes. So right. that breakup was not out of left field. I had literally been anticipating it. Yes.
0: We
3: all were, and it's what she deserves because she's just been a horrible person. She's been a horrible partner, a horrible friend, and I can't understand for the life of me how she's an attorney and she lacks communication skills and self awareness. Oh, I don't understand how
0: she's an attorney. Has so much money. I mean, her therapy should be top notch. Mm-hmm. I know my. I am as much money as she do, so I have a therapist. How do you have a therapist that you're doing all this stuff like? Like, if you have money, money. And that woman like let you feel, well, you know what? She probably don't listen to her. I mean,
2: but, Sam, you, family, you have to realize she she be lying to her therapist. Like, <laughs> right. her therapist was really good. Remember the episode when she went to go see her therapist? She was like, okay, let's think about this. Like, X, Y, and Z. And any normal, rational, sane person would have been like, damn. Like, let me, it's accountability. You have no accountability for why you're in the situation that you're, you're in, Molly. Like and then you're like everybody is wrong and I'm so right. Okay, but no one's ever 100 percent right. She didn't want to do the work. Like her therapist That's was supposed to do the work, but she just right. you right.
0: You're, right.
1: you're yeah. absolutely right about that. So, which... this
2: Ma'am up in there, she she doing what she's supposed to be doing as a therapist in the Hollywood Hills. Like it ain't her. You can leave right. the water, but you can't give it a good wig. Like <laughs> Bree.
1: <laughs>
3: her logical thinking
1: it really has because she no, I them wigs ain't did shit but be ugly molly just is a fucked up person who refuses to address her own behaviors and issues and so she would just rather throw the blame around like a game of fucking dodgeball like girl molly fuck you and i'm coming back to you girl because this ain't the end of you and andrew's story but tiffany missing
0: you don't um, think so
2: uh, oh, no, we're gonna just talk about what else happened. We just oh, okay, don't talk probably. about what else
1: happened. I I would like to see Andrew still in the picture next season. And I, I think too. we will see him in the picture because Issa in in uh Nathan is not gonna be done after what happened in this finale. So I think that's gonna be the way for Andrew to stick around and Molly. I don't know what Molly is gonna do. She's proven she doesn't know how to compromise, so I don't think there will ever be any compromise in her admitting how poorly she has behaved in that relationship in a short amount of time, but I do want to still see Mm -hmm. Andrew around, Um, but Tiffany, let me tell y'all, I was glad to see that they addressed postpartum depression because People think that having a baby is the most joyous thing that could ever happen to a woman. You are oh, overjoyed. Life is so perfect. You got this cute baby. You had a cute baby shower. You gained. You had a healthy delivery. It don't work like that. It. I'm sorry. For a lot of women, it does not work like that. Especially everyday working class women. We don't have the luxuries that so many famous women have when they have babies. And even famous women go through postpartum depression. I was ready to pull a Tiffany after I had London. Like, I was in Denver. We didn't have any family here. It was just me, Mike, and London. And he was still working. His grandmother had died the day before London was born. So everything had piled up on me. And I was like, what? The hell like and it just come out of nowhere. You just sad. You don't know why you sad. Right. You just fucking sad. You crying. You don't want to get out of bed. You do not want to be bothered with all that baby noise. It like postpartum is a monster, and I do not think people talk about it enough. So I was glad to see it addressed on here.
2: Um I like the Easter eggs that they kind of put throughout the season about her suffering from postpartum depression like you could see her decline and she talked about on the wind down like she purposely didn't um get her nails done like she was you know at the end of her nail life you know by the time the 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 shooting wrapped and you know how she acted at the block party like oh no i'm having the time of my life and i cannot go back to that baby you know i saw it and we talked about it a little earlier you know during those episodes or whatever but i'm going to tell you my piece with it i was not invested enough in tiffany this season to for this story to be this big of a part of the episode agreed we're 12 minutes talking about and finding her even though kelly gave us everything she had i love you kelly if you listen to this i just want you to know that i love and appreciate you because she did her thing in the scene she's a scene stealer and she did like she was amazing and funny and it almost made me forget like baby we ain't barely seen Tiffany during all this shit like and now she missing and we done dropped everything to get to her like uh the bus scene with the the driver like that was pure comedy to me kelly did an amazing job but like as far as that i'm so glad they're addressing it candace because i feel you i had a very hard time after Jaden was born not as hard when jameson was born but honey i was feeling to walk out in the street in my bare feet and just roam after Jaden was born that was a lot you know having a baby and being young and not having any support bitch I almost i almost was not here to make it but uh, yeah. i wish that would they would if they knew that they were going this this route i wish they would have did it I earlier in the season
0: uh, yes. and I, I agree and we
1: i, and wish I would've wish have seen would. her more how many times did we see <laughs> tiffany this season like 3 out of yeah. the 10 episodes like <laughs> 3 or 4 times and very like quickly... And very briefly, so I was just kind of like, okay, it's kind of strange to make this a big part of the season finale. And and again, postpartum depression is a really important conversation, but I feel like this could have happened in like the Mexico episode. We didn't need a whole episode of Molly crying about you know victor being a dickhead like, as no, I it, should, like
0: it should have happened during that isa episode i hate that episode East. that <laughs> whole with the pg girls ghosting her and diamond and dash I uh, th- that is the one episode it's here i fucking hate that episode this is a complete <laughs> waste of time i didn't hate that
2: episode I, but I, i'm just like you stanley i feel you and how great would it have been to completely lose the pg girls and drop this portion in that episode
0: yeah. Yeah. Right. Or, 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 just give us the, or just give us the scene with her and her mom. I don't know. That episode was... I hated it. I really hated that episode. I was so mad. And it was nothing cinematically or writing-wise wrong with it. But it's like, first of all, I was like, oh, my God, we're 15 minutes into this episode. Is she really driving this old man around? She's still driving. I'm like, damn. I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah, having,
1: like, whole <laughs> conversations. Yeah. I just... I agree that that the- would
0: have been the time. That actually, you know, what would have been cute about that episode if they would have used that episode to focus on the other friends, like how Kelly kept trying to call Issa and they had that conversation. That would have been the perfect time to look at Tiffany and Kelly, and that would have been the perfect filler episode for to see more of them, and then maybe capture on this more because. Yeah, it, I like that they talked about the post-modern depression thing. It's just the season finale was not the time. Like, it was like, I agree. Oh, we're, right. We're I think two, that. We're uh... too invested in other things to really care. And we should care because it's a big issue. And it was a big. And it, it kind of changed the tone where it got, it got kind of dark for a second. Mm-hmm. But Natasha Rothwell kind of brought us back with the Kellyism. Yeah. So, but for yeah. me, I was like, oh my God, this is a little dark. <laughs> I was like, Wait a yeah.
1: <laughs> Why do I feel <laughs> like Kelly deserve, Kelly deserve a spinoff show? Yes. I would
2: love to see her, and if they're, you know, prepping us for a spinoff, baby, I'm here for it, 100%. I would love Why a spin
1: off Why does she have a stand-up?
2: Why does she watch That's who she
1: I want to see a do a stand-up. That's who I want to see Yeah, she do a stand-up is, is Natasha. But maybe
2: it's because she doesn't consider herself a comedian. You know, she more considers herself a writer. Yeah, because she's totally
0: different in real life. Natasha Rothfuss, she was totally different. I follow her
2: on Twitter, and I just appreciate her saying fuck Trump. And every single day, she says fuck Trump in a different way. (laughs) Like, it tickles me.
0: Yeah,
3: but back to Tiffany, um, even we saw in the last season Mm -hmm. that she knew that the dynamics of the friendships that she had with Kelly and Issa and Molly were going to change because she was the only one out of their group who was married. And the only one out of their group who was pregnant. So she was hoping, she said to my I'm sorry, she said to Issa in the car when um, Issa met back up with Lawrence and she ran into um, his friend Chad, she said that I hope everything stays the same. So we have gradually seen Tiffany falling apart. And we as as you know viewers of the show, you ladies actually pointed that out. You say, you know what? Oh, she's not going through anything that's out of the norm. She's gone through all of the 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 normal things that you go through as a new mom. So we we had seen her decline, even though her friends on the show did not see her decline, but we had saw her slowly but surely falling apart. And in her falling apart, they decided to write isa and molly coming back together as a result of of yeah. you know tiffany falling apart and i just feel like mm, i mean it was a great attempt but i really would have liked for them to dig even deeper into the postpartum depression because we don't hear much about it especially in the black community so it would have been great if she would have had her own episode and this would have been you know missing from the finale
1: yeah um, i do appreciate I think- her husband's reaction to everything because I was just
2: about to say that yes, a
1: lot of a lot of a lot of men especially straight men um it's like almost having two newborns sometimes the way that they mm-hmm. adapt to fatherhood um I appreciate that or, or don't adapt yeah lack thereof I just appreciated the way that he just wanted her home safe you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It wasn't like it wasn't about no come home, I don't know how to deal with the baby. And he just held her. He didn't judge her. He didn't fly off the handle. Yeah. Um
0: and it, they, and it wasn't on the no rah rah ghetto shit he just busted to the hotel room and looking around for right. the niggas in the hotel. And yeah. It was he was very concerned to make sure he, he like he just kept saying, I just want my wife safe. I'm worried about to talk. Right. that's all he kept saying. So I did like that.
2: And he centered her. And he didn't make it like a, how dare she leave me and how dare she walk off and how dare that she, you know, like it would have been very easy to, to write his feelings in that, but all the feeling I got from him was anxiety, sadness. When he was on the bus and he started crying, like that, that hit me because we also don't get a lot of examples of black men truly loving their wives on TV. So that was very nice, yeah. and it was nice to see that he bought her homegirls in the fold. Like I know I cannot do this by myself. Like y'all are her girls. I need your help.
0: Anybody know yes. this? He didn't call Condola. Oh, for God!
1: Tiffany and Condola are friends.
0: That's how girls They play. They, play her, they went to her baby shower, but and they are. Out, out, I'm, I'm glad that they all they all you know was there for the big girl because if i was on some level of petty i'd be like oh i couldn't play your baby's child but you're calling me when your wife is busy is i'm missing okay Uh, but no they didn't but i I took note of that like okay at least they well not even say tiffany he knows who her real friends are
1: yeah 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 uh (laughs) so they find her you know, she would probably go home with her husband, and they figure that shit out. That she was so
2: anticlimactic to me. Like, give me a conversation at least, please. Yeah, like,
1: he found her, and then they just cut back to everything else, which is why I agree with Stanley and Bree. Like, I don't think this was this scene was a fit for this episode because it just, just ended really abruptly.
0: And I'm just believe it wasn't nothing ghetto. Like, wasn't no man, no wasn't no man with his shirt off in the background. Yeah, it was It was just like you know, she was just sad. I was like, all right.
2: Because when you're talking about a real issue like that, trying to throw some shit like in, that in there cheapens it. Real talk. That
0: was the Tyler Perry shit. Oh, we right.
1: skipped we skipped the scene with Nathan and Issa in the barbershop, and him offering her a place a place to do her her health and wellness event. Oh um, uh, <sighs> yeah, lizard eyes. Somebody on somebody on Twitter mm-hmm. made a good point about how they've been staging the scenes with Nathan and Issa versus everybody else mm-hmm. and. I think it's a foreshadowing for what's to come. They were saying, like, with Lawrence and Issa, it's always the blue and red. It's always the hot and cold thing. Same with uh, Molly and Issa in the last episode for the final blow-up, um, where Molly is wearing blue and Issa was wearing, like, that oranges red or whatever. But it's always neutral colors with her and Nathan when they're in you know, these they're together. So.
0: -hmm. Oh wow, I didn't check that. I caught the the I saw the other things with the hot and cold, but I never caught the neutral things between them too.
1: Yeah, Mm. like he's always wearing neutral colors and she is too. Um so I'm having a hard time disliking lizard eyes. Uh like I I disliked his jabs, but I'm glad he was self-aware enough to apologize and yeah. respect the decision she made because i thought he was gonna in the previews i thought he was gonna try to come on to her and he like oh to, and he like, did come
2: try on to kiss her. her oh he didn't try to kiss her but please don't get it fucked up that conversation was very much an out first of all for him to bring up her cheating or whatever he knows that she's done it and i feel like he's trying to leave that door open just in case she wants to do it again because she like, it, it was very. It
0: was it was definitely very shady. It, it yeah. was very, very a Because my
1: like, thing low. is, why you bringing up my cheating? while you trying to be with me, nigga? I'ma cheat on you too. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you <laughs> already know my well, like, on he's, he's The, a, the, the one you cheated on, I was like, oop. <laughs> not the nigga yeah. you used it for five years. The nigga you cheated, <laughs> not your last relationship. The nigga you cheated on.
2: But I do <laughs>
1: think he wants to have isa in his life even if he can't have her romantically because it would have been
2: every i'm sorry but i think he's like every other man i don't i know he wants to have isa in his life but he's not trying to be her friend. it is not going to be a friendly situation it's going to be that one nigga that you know that you know if you turn the corner and said okay what's up like what's up (laughs) <laughs> like, I've been waiting every, on if every Lisa, woman. if
0: he's over to drop her draws at that barbershop he'd have been with the shits because right. every yeah. woman, like, he, every he woman that got scary.
1: a nigga that's waiting always wondering if shit gonna go bad in their relationship so he could pop up like what? hey big head no mm.
0: he but he I'm he, all, Nathan's with the shits so let's man, don't get
1: I that. am all for her using him to advance what she's trying to do though yeah. so I mean,
0: it's a I
2: don't think There's she's using situation. him. I, yeah, I'm with you,
0: family. I don't think she's using him. I think the, and this is kind of what the, the Coachella kind of foreshadowed, too. The difference between Nathan and kind of somewhat Daniel sometimes is that they always look at her as they see her, but with Nathan, he kind of sees a potential in her, and I think that's why she gravitates him, and not only does he see what she can be, he sees who she is. So... I don't think she's using him I think he really does see her visions and wants yeah. them to see. So I don't think it's a using thing. And I, and I think that's what kind of keeps them gel. And I think that's why she went through it so much with him ghosting her, which is really the main reason why I don't like Nathan. Because I just, that episode hurt my feelings. Just seeing her like that, I didn't like it. Mm. But I don't think it's the using thing. I think he really wants her to um, flourish. And I don't think Nathan... I think Daniel kind of did see that, but I don't think Lawrence definitely never saw that. Lawrence never was invested in Issa's dreams or what she wants to do as a person. He was always into her as a respective of who she is to him. So I, I don't think it's a using thing, but I do like that they can still have partnerships and still, um, do, and still collaborate on a professional level. But yeah, that, that romantic thing will always linger, unfortunately
1: yeah i can agree there and speaking of <laughs> oh andrew and molly thank mm-hmm. you thank you lord thank you jesus i i hate saying molly needs to be humble i don't like using fuck nigga slang but i right. think molly needs time to reflect on who she is as a person and how her behavior affects the relationships around her because as it currently stands in that scene the final one with her and Andrew in that conversation after, you know, he asked, is Kelly okay? And is she safe and stuff? He's just kind of like, you don't care about anybody, but yourself. Everything is about you. Every single thing, every plan, everything has to be a check back and call according to your schedule. When you feel like doing it and you don't do it for anybody else. And as it stands, she don't have any super healthy relationships. Not with her family not with her friends, not with her man, not with her co-workers. She, it's, you gotta look at yourself now, sis, because it's you. It's not everybody else. It's you. At to this her, point.
2: The, 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 just the sheer fact that she had a man, or she has a man, was enough to her and that the relationship had lasted more than a week or so was enough to her to feel like the relationship was healthy. And That's all she has. Like, I, appreciate the hell out of him saying do you really want to do this like do you really want to be with me like because that's got to be a hurtful thing to ask somebody that's already with you do you want to be with me like it's got to hurt
3: but I think that what he did is he noticed that she had something to prove. She wanted to be so hell-bent on making this relationship work with Andrew because she knew that from previously, she has never been in a serious relationship or she has never been with somebody as long as she has been with Andrew. So it was not it was not even about her actually really truly loving Andrew and wanting to be with him. She just was trying to prove a point to Issa that, or really anybody, but specifically, Issa because she's the one who pointed it out.
0: Ester herself, she
3: wasn't a failure. Yeah, she wasn't a failure
2: when it comes to relationships. She took that shit and she internalized it. But what she should have done was actually looked at it. But what she really ended up doing was just trying to prove that it wasn't true
0: yeah i'm glad we're all on the same page with that because i went back and forth with someone all morning and they were saying andrew's trash because the one time he has an issue he leaves i'm like no i said that's really what people's supposed to do if this thing is not serving me it's not fulfilling me i, I like he said we're out of the romance phase we did everything we're supposed to do like y'all thinking of the lens of molly where it's because that's everybody don't operate that like that where oh i have an issue and i'm angry about this is the issue or i have an issue this is the issue. that's how Molly operated about the whole thing. Andrew is right. just take it, take and take it. So, yeah, maybe it's the one time he has something It's kind of fucked up that he calls it quits at that one point. But at the same time, we ain't been together that long and I ain't happy. Right. And, like, and we're supposed and even Issa and Lawrence, even Issa and Daniel could kind of attest to this. The first couple of months or weeks or whatever, we're supposed to be happy. Why am I unhappy? Why is it, every- like he says, always something with you. He and he specifically,
2: specifically said that says work. it's not supposed to be this much work. This feels like it's a so lot of work. work. Yeah.
0: Right. That, Listen, if
2: your honeymoon phase feel like yo, we've been together for ten
1: years, phase, it's a problem. It's Let a, me right. tell we, you.
0: We, we Go is ahead, Sandy. Because you've been to I'll read re- that and that I'm press press ready. Press. Mm. Right. It's like we were on paradise. And, I, and that was stressful. That's a problem. If we at an all-inclusive, beautiful mm-hmm. resort, the water is blue, is all, is drinks galore. We having a good time, with beautiful weather. We're in fucking of Vallarta, which is beautiful, by the way. I've been there. So if we having problems there, we gonna have problems anywhere at any time. So he got out just in time, but I'm glad y'all saw what I saw because people were like, oh, he didn't compromise, he didn't work through it. I said, they ain't been together that long. I said, and Molly is just like, she's insufferable. And Issa gave some foreboding for your ass. She said, you won't fuck this up. And gonna has shit to do with me. And I said, you know what? (laughs) I said, she is letting her know. you Because Molly wants a fight so bad. And with Andrew, there was never a fight. And every, even as Issa's advice as it kind of came off dismissive sometimes, she was telling the truth. Like, girl, what is the problem? Just enjoy the man. God damn, what's wrong with you? Right. She, Molly likes to fight. Molly wants a fight so bad. And she and, and, and normally the fight is always with a man. With Andrew, there is no fight. See that look? Yo, and, and movie did, movie you movie notice, movie, did you
2: notice? Did you peep her body language? I want to just I, I found on your point. Did you see her body language when he... Broke down to her and said, Okay, now you know you in a serious talk with your man, y'all talking about something serious. Her body language immediately went to fighting stance. As soon as he said something, she had a rebuttal, and it was a nasty, but I said, But I thought she was, but I thought this and I thought that. She wasn't even willing to listen. And when she thought she was losing the fight, that's what you want me to do. What do you want me to do? What's the problem?
0: What's the problem? Like, girl, like, ugh.
2: Like, keep that energy. You had all that fire when that man was trying to tell you how he felt. But then when you realized you was about to lose your nigga, then you want to be soft. You should have had that same softness throughout this relationship. Because I honestly think if Andrew could have seen you have a soft side, you might still have a man.
1: Yeah, if you, if you, my thing is, if you can't be honest and vulnerable with the person that you are laying next to, giving pussy to, and everything else, why are you there? Why right. are you in that relationship? Like, I understand we black. So we, un- if any four of us don't know, we understand putting on the, sh- the strong face uh, all the time. But with your partner. That's you the one
2: place you're supposed weak. to be able to be weak.
1: And be That's able home. to have to work. That should be home. And she, if we could be honest, she spent a lot of the, her relationship with Andrew kind of treating him like an outsider who was giving her some dick.
0: Mm-hmm. She treated Andrew like a project. Like, okay, this is my project. To prove to myself and everybody else that I am not a hot mess, I am not a, a broken. I'm not broken. That's all Andrew was, and Andrew saw it. And that's what I say. And that's why he asked her that question. Well somebody asking you, "Do is this really what?" Because he, because if it would have went another way, that was Molly really wanted him like that. That would have been her chance. And somebody said that was a deflected. But that was a legit, honest question you you know when someone wants you want you or i'm just wanting you because i'm checking my boxes and that's how Issa that's how Issa talk about it. that's how she deals with men it's always a box to check and she's thinking because it's may not be as toxic um it's me being it's growth it's not growth you're still checking the boxes and you think and all the things you're checking your own boxes okay i'm not a hot mess so therefore it's a healthy relationship no it's not he asked her do you want this and she could because i said because the fact of the matter is she don't want andrew like that she really wanted to be with Drew, and andrew ain't nothing but a whole side project to get over Drew. that's all he's ever really been
2: the only reason she kept and continued to give him attention is because she was getting somewhere and for her it didn't matter who the man was oh he's putting up with my shit all right cool look at me i got a man and something you bitches don't have. And see, in my relationship, she one of them bitches.
0: Definitely. She
1: definitely is. And I was... I, I ain't feel sorry when Andrew broke up with her. Like, sometimes relationships stop you from really doing the work on yourself. But let mm-hmm. me tell you, when I slid out of my bed, when this lopsided wig-wearing bitch said, we can go to therapy. Huh? You don't what? need to take your personal therapy serious, girl. Right. How you going to try to go to couples therapy and you won't even be honest in personal therapy? It don't work like that. You think therapy is a joke. You've proven it. You don't take it serious. You don't do the work when you get up off Dr. Rhonda's couch. You don't hold yourself accountable for anything. What would be the point? First of all, this relationship, new bitch, why is y'all in couples therapy? And y'all only been together for some months. Maybe what, six, seven months?
0: If that.
2: Yeah, because
0: they they ain't been serious serious since maybe Halloween or some shit. And it's January. Like no. She that was, was the
3: ultimate pick me <laughs> in this situation. She really was. She was the ultimate pick me in this situation. And again, it was all about her trying to prove a point. It's not because she actually really wanted to do the work and really wanted to have a real healthy relationship. It was just that she wanted to prove that she can actually be in a relationship for a period of time. So Andrew mm-hmm. was a pet project to her, just like how Issa has been a pet project to her as a best friend all this time. That's what drives her. That's what gives her that motivation by having these pet projects romantically and platonically. There yeah, I go. I
1: agree. Ooh, now we can move on to the big show. <laughs> And, I mean, uh, Lawrence pops by Issa's house and asks about Kelly and everything, but he want to have a talk. I can't. Whenever niggas want to have a talk. Mm-mm. Don't say no, you want to talk.
2: Tell me now. I got anxiety.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Can, we need to talk. No, just say what you got to say. He right. tells her, and they flash back to Condola, which we <laughs> said was going to happen. It just skipped the episode. Condola tells Lawrence that she's pregnant she's keeping it, he can be involved or not, all this other bullshit, and Lawrence is like, is you dead ass, like, you dead ass wanna keep this baby? (laughs) Like, Lawrence was, like, furious, like, nah, nah, this ain't it, this ain't the time, I ain't trying to have no baby with you, but this goes back to what we said episodes ago, all these women Lawrence been fucking have been fillers for trying to prove he can get over Issa, Though he was never really over her, and if he had, if he, if anything, he definitely needs to hold himself accountable. Because mm-hmm. had he been a man and tried to work through things with Issa, none of this would be happening. Because you did but all he that, he not know how to do that. Yeah, he you did all that, calling her a hoe and blaming her, just to end up back with her, more in love than you was before. But now y'all got a break baby on the way, which I don't consider it a break baby. <sighs> to be honest. It was broke the fuck up and had no intentions on getting back together, but shit happened.
0: Wait, what's a what's a break baby?
1: So it's like when if you break up, like if me Sandy, let's say me and you was together and we break up and you start messing with somebody, you end up getting them pregnant. But we get back together, and now I can't really be mad at you because you went and got this girl pregnant while we wasn't together.
0: Uh, Okay, that's a break baby. Yeah, break baby. It
1: happened when y'all broke up. (laughs) It ain't a cheat baby. So Uh, a rebound
0: baby. Yes. Mm,
1: yeah, is that basically a rebound, baby? First things first, let's go ahead and drag uh, contentions because hold on, before
2: we drag her, can I just say, let's go? <laughs> before we drag I her, that. I do want to say how beautiful that scene was, and how they, um, instead of him telling her straight out, they just kept going back and forth cuts to their actual relationship, um, yeah, conversation. That was dope, I like that.
0: We need more of that. That was, that's how you if you're gonna give us a 20 something minute show, that's how you do a scene. Bounce it back and forth and answer. I I agree with you, Bree, that was a, I love that. That was very heart wrenching, but it was so beautiful. And it saved so much time, so much time.
3: Like, yo, you was whole married, whole married, and you was not ready to be a mother. But you now decided you're ready to be a mother with a nigga that you're not no longer with.
2: Let's talk about that so before, excited. and I'm not trying to cut you off here, but before you make that point, let me make this point. Baby, you had a whole husband, you fuck, You broke up with him, you decided you're not doing anything seriously, and you're not on fucking birth control, ma'am? That's poor pussy management. Yes. Now, Absolutely. please, continue, but She just are making make point that I'm trying to make. I just, I just feel like, how do now,
3: all of a sudden, you feel like you're ready to have a child, you're ready to be a mother, with somebody that, first of all, you clowned him for inviting himself to your friend's giving, so you already felt like you was having a casual relationship with him, casual sex, but yet you're ready to co-parent with this man? So you can't even get mad at the fact that Lawrence asks, like, why are you keeping it? Like, this is not the right time. This is not the right situation. This is not the ideal situation that I want to be in. But we understand that sometimes when you have sex, there's consequences with it. However, what we didn't expect is for this tired old trope to happen within the storyline. Like, when in the girl Melanie, Derwin, and Janae is going oh like seriously like they could have spent this in any type of way this could have been a Easter um uh illusion like you know when she be having her illusions or whatever like that it could have went any other way however this is the direction that y'all chose to go in with this season finale so you got to understand why the fans are like like yo what the fuck like why would you even go this way
2: Listen, I feel like Comprehensive is not keeping that baby because of anything but Issa. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to die on that hill because you cannot convince me that after you have this conversation with Lawrence and basically told him that he was a bust down, that now you are willing to take him seriously enough to have a whole ass human with him, a whole human. And I'm sure if, if Lawrence is being the good guy that I think he's being, he probably told uh, Countessa, that hey, me and Issa are back together, and we know there are bitches like that that do not like losing. She mm-hmm. probably was like she did not expect to be in a situation where she did not have the upper hand anymore. Because even when you know it was that awkward situation when they were dating or whatever, remember that she was the one like you know, oh no, it's okay, it's okay, because I don't think that she thought in her heart that they would ever get back together. Hell, I don't think that they thought of it either. But I don't think she's having that baby because she wants the baby so bad. If you had the opportunity to have a baby. Like, I don't know. Nothing about her personality and the way that they've written the show and the way they've written her makes me believe that she would have a mistake by accident baby.
0: Like, I agree. I agree. I agree. I agree. No, Christ she
1: got pregnant on purpose. She got think- pregnant. I think she got pregnant on purpose because we're talking about a woman who managed to go through a whole marriage without getting pregnant. <laughs> that's true then she pop up pregnant with somebody who she claimed w- wasn't a serious thing it was a fling you know basically dog them you in too fast you invited yourself to my uh thing and all this other kind of stuff but now it's I'm having a baby I'm keeping it and you could be as involved as you want I agree with what Bree said when he told her that he and Issa were back together she took that shit personally like mm-hmm. she took it very personally so i i definitely think this is a power play to be a one-up on isa and to try to make things difficult because she let's be honest the way lawrence described he and isa breaking up she definitely felt like she was the better woman over Issa. that's true she definitely uh, did she knows isa personally and how isa had been struggling um, you know, to find her place. yes yeah, she's really successful at what she does. So she definitely thought she could get Lawrence back when she was getting ready for him. Right. And that wasn't the case.
2: And let's also
0: yeah, talk I about th-
2: the... Mon- I'm sorry.
0: Go ahead, Shannon. Yeah, I, I agree with Bria. I think Condoleezza's character isn't really written as the type of... Come is you're supposed to give us this professional woman. You're the, you're the career woman. You're beautiful. You got your house. you on track. Don't know woman who got all that shit intact. Not be on birth control. I'm like, we, we were careful how, like, like, what do you, like, what was he, this pull out, like, like, I'm like, this is not, you're not that woman. Like, this was some hood rat shit. <laughs> I mean, yeah, like, you're not that woman. Like, you're the woman that has a, a PPO and a doctor and a, and a plan B and, a, and some birth control. So it's like getting pregnant, women like by that. Somebody,
1: yeah, getting pregnant by somebody that you said was not. That you wasn't taken serious, I don't get that part. Like if Some she had,
0: that if you don't want to get pregnant, you not getting pregnant.
1: Right, I agree, and I definitely <laughs> feel like if we had a different conversation earlier in the season where she talked about wanting to get serious with him, talked about wanting to move the relationship forward, then okay, I can absolutely see the pregnancy thing. But the way she was acting, I, after I, that I don't
0: understand dinner, how, how how Issa, who is a hot mess. Poor as hell. We don't even know she really has insurance. Been with this nigga for five years. Raw dog had been in the same house and she ain't end up pregnant. How the hell? Like, you know what I mean? Like, if Issa ain't pregnant in this show, that should have that's belief right there. Because Issa like okay. she the primary doctor. Sorry.
2: Let's also <laughs> talk about the manipulative ass, raggedy ass conversation that Corinthal had with him um, I'm pregnant keeping not keeping it isn't an option you can be there or you can not be there I don't like that shit not I don't like that a, a shit because bitch the chop, the chop oh, so shop
1: the chop shop always open bitch let me uh, tell always. you that I
3: hey the a delete his fetus that's yes. what you should have done that's what you should have done, you are definitely using this situation to manipulate Lawrence's feelings because first of all, you know he not a fuckboy. boy, yes. you know that he's going to step up to the plate and be a good co-parent and you saying that you can be as involved as you want to be like you you really are pulling the strings of his hard emotions like mm-hmm. that is back to me hey, like, like that's legit i would the you shit
0: out of him. if that's legit how you felt, you wouldn't even told him Right, stopping by his house in the bed of the night talking about this, like
2: blowing up his phone and shit. And I was talking to my good male friend today, what's up, Sydney? And he was just like, You know, when a woman, like, that's that's a pet peeve. Like, how do you say you can be there for me or you cannot, whatever you want to do? What kind of nigga do you think I am? What kind of man do you think I am? So I would uh, you're automatically going to think the worst of me like I'm not going to do for my own kid like bitch you are the one who told me you didn't want to fuck with me and I took the hit and I moved along now you mad like now now you having this baby she gonna say
1: I'm not trying to trap you yes you are
2: yeah
1: you absolutely are
2: you absolutely are you well look at him he's just trapped trapped as he want to be because you know and a lot of the times when we talk about the situation of trapping somebody we talk about money or we talk about affluence and it doesn't even have to be like that i think she's purely trapping him to make him he- like to how it dare is, you it's, break it's up an, with me it's an how emotional trap how
1: dare you break up with me and go back to the ex that you said wasn't shit and that i have interacted with and seeing that she don't have her shit together how dare you break up with me well well, how dare we stop dealing with each other and you go back to somebody that I feel is beneath me? How dare you? Oh, that is. And that was that was I'll the energy it. I got. But the I'm i I'm kinda aggravated at how they wrote Issa's reaction because um I'ma be honest with you. A baby that happened when you wasn't on my watch is not gonna stop me from getting what I want. I'ma just be honest. Mm-hmm.
2: Like I- I can say that and I agree with you, but I think it's because I have kids and I'm like, all right, nigga, cool. But I understand what it's like to be with someone when you're first starting out. That was probably her first real serious relationship, her first moving in with somebody, her first, you know, everything, and of course, naturally, you want your first child to be with somebody who ain't got no damn kids, that's the thing for people. Yeah, yeah, yeah first starting And it goes
0: back to that her, her vision and her dreams being dashed because the show kind of does this thing where Issa can't catch a fucking break so it's like damn I was I came this close I had him I had him back we we doing good he got the he got a job we gonna be all right and here we go like that's like I think that was the point of that whole reaction with her because but in the real world especially you know um, somebody like y'all I've been like all right well what's up (laughs) so uh, you went on child support. Um, when are we moving? Like, you know. Yeah, that's not, that's I said it okay. in the pregame. When when you know, he's, he's not that kind of chick, unfortunately.
1: Yeah, she's not that kind of chick. you said that, too, in the pregame, Stanley. But I would have been like, let's let's go ahead. Let's go to these doctor's appointments with her and see what she's having. I want to see what my stepchild going to be. Let's set up these visitation rates. Let's talk about child support. Because he don't want condola
2: no he really do not want to be with her beyond beyond him not wanting her um because Stanley, you talked about the vision uh that or one of you talked about the vision that that isa had for herself or whatever but let's not forget that lawrence had the same vision for himself remember the conversation he had with his father that was a catalyst yeah Yeah. trying to figure out what he wanted he was like you know i want to settle down i want to do this i want to get married i want to have a kid he didn't want to have a child outside of wedlock either that nigga ain't even finna make his good first check without that, that good old up coming out. Like, right? really. mm mm-hmm.
1: no, I agree. And I, um, but I'm not mad at Lawrence, you know what I'm saying? Should he, and I don't know how careful he and Condola were cause she ended up pregnant. But at the same time, when he was messing with Condola, He wanted something long-term with her. He thought there could be something there long-term with her. She felt opposite. He was talking about marriage and kids and having a family, and she wasn't. So I understood Mm -hmm. where his head was at when he was messing with her. But when, Mm -hmm. like, sometimes when you figure out you and another person not on the same page, it completely changes your feelings about them. And I think his feelings completely changed when he realized he and Condola did not want the same things. he and Issa still wanted the same thing. So I'm not upset at him. I don't blame him for anything because he thought him and Condola was about to have a relationship relationship. Mm -hmm. Um, And it didn't work out that way. And I really, really hope next season that we are not dealing with like all this weirdness from Issa because it would have been nothing for him to tell Issa, well, I'm moving anyway, so we could just break up. And shit, I could take Condola with me. He don't want shit to do with Condola, to be honest. He He's going to be there for his child. But if he had his way, child.
0: Yeah, I, and I was kind of looking surprised about that. Uh, when he told her, like, no, I, I want to be with you. I was like, oh, okay. Because I, I, I'm I always very like apprehensive about Lawrence with his feelings and all that shit. Because he don't know. He changed like the fucking wind. So mm-hmm. when he Why? said that, he, uh, and then that was his out. So when he said – because I even when they would have that that, that date and then she stayed the night, it, it he kind of gave me some uncertainty. Then so I was like, hey, this nigga don't want her like that. So when they was, like, actually talking and the, the whole couch thing wasn't an illusion, I was like, oh, okay, he really, you know, trying to be back with her. Then when he said that to her after having a legitimate out, I said, oh, he really – he wants to be with her. Okay. So – but it is – but I do agree what you said. That's a lot. So – it,
1: it is yeah, a lot. It, it's a lot. It's you a lot. But a it, lot? I wouldn't let it ruin my chance at getting back with the love of my life because yeah. we said, like we said about Lawrence and other. Everybody has been a place filler for isa for Lawrence at this point. Like, mm-hmm. yes, I feel like she had real feelings for Nathan, but I feel like those feelings came because they was both fucked up at the time. Yeah. Like, right, he has some great. shit going on, and she did, and they connected over that. But now that they in a better headspace, she pretty much be paying Nathan dust outside of friendship <laughs> she shit. Really um, she, she really do. She pays him really dust. Stuff. So, I, I wouldn't well, necessarily, it's a lot to deal with, and I'm sure it would be, a, like Bree said, I'm sure it would be a lot for anybody to deal with, even though I, but I just wouldn't let it stop what Lawrence and I are trying to do. You know what I'm saying? They love each
2: other. I mean, they Mm -hmm. love each other and life happens. Like, it wasn't on no shady shit. He wasn't sleeping with her behind her back and boom, here comes the baby. It wasn't like that. It was.
0: was The cynical part of me wanted Lawrence, to go the fuck on here to San Francisco and take condola with him and be done because I'm just so tired of Lawrence. I'm tired of that arc. I'm tired. I'm just sick of him. Like, ugh. But yeah, you're right. You know, I mean, I don't know. In this show, it doesn't seem to kind of. Happily Ever After kind of show But I don't know, I'm just so tired of Lawrence <laughs> I, I really do. At I was, first
3: I was tired of him too But I really love the, the chemistry that I've seen with them Yeah I to, like like that episode, So, one so I really wanted to work I wanted yeah. to work with them So I'm hoping that either Issa Wilkin will actually go to San Francisco, Fran, San Francisco I'm drunk as shit San Francisco with him Or I want them to make it work long distance and you know she still has her career and he's actually flourishing in his career as well so we will see but I really hope that they are able to work through this and that it doesn't you know steer her away from being with her soulmate love of her life but you well, know whoopsy.
2: all that's great and whoopy woo but okay I have a serious beef to pick um, she's the property manager. Every uh, every single shot of her apartment and being a property manager has showed that she's walking directly into her apartment. How the fuck she got a balcony that's above something?
0: <laughs> Who wrote that? Uh,
2: something is not mapping. Like they want. They
0: wanted that scene so bad. They or did. Having
2: a they did, and it just I'm like she's on a first floor though. Like she walks directly out into the courtyard. How does she have a okay?
3: <laughs> yeah, it yeah, looks that's... very relaxing though her smoking weed out on the balcony. So
0: that yeah. was a whole that was a whole mood.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that was
2: a mm-hmm. mood, and I and I appreciate it. But you know what? I'm I'm gonna just go ahead and keep it cute with y'all, and I'm gonna keep it 100. I didn't really like the episode, and this is the first episode I did. Yeah, really, I truly did not like the episode. Really? And I didn't yeah, know it, it, because it, it, it. to me, it's especially with the the pregnancy scene and the dealing with her emotions and stuff that deserved more dialogue it really felt like it was like all right y'all let's hurry up and write the scene so we can go to fucking lunch like that's what it felt like like it was something so heavy and so big and i feel like it should have had more y'all should have cut some uh tiffany's scene um, some of tiffany's scene out to get some of this because that mm, come on like we deserve more dialogue than than. i gotta think about it you
1: know? Yeah. I uh finally This
0: show kinda falls flat on finales, I will say that.
1: Yeah, this isn't the and first not, time
0: the finale was and like kinda, mm. And in my heart of hearts I feel like a lot of shows do when it comes to these kind of HBO issues. I felt the same way about True Blood, the same way about The Wire I, never, I feel like finales are just hard for shows like this. Not that thing. The,
1: yeah, The Sopranos, that finale stunk. You know, yeah.
0: shit like that. Like, I think yeah. these shows, the finales. Like, we're so used to sitcom television where we got all these 20-some episodes and then the finale was something crazy, a crazy cliffhanger. But with these kind of shows, it really can't do all of that. They kind of have to, I don't know. So I didn't expect much from it. Um, a lot of people didn't like the last finale season three. I actually liked it a lot when Issa I like you know too. sent Lawrence away, sent Nathan away and yeah. cleaned up our apartment and we just had a whole deep breath. I love that finale. You I know? love
1: that season five. I hated the <laughs> yeah. I hated the ending of this episode where we see Issa sitting down with Molly. Oh god It just it felt very typical it was. For, to for it to be like two women and they only coming back to the table and to talk because Molly don't have nobody now. Right. Like I really felt like the season finale should have been that scene should have been Molly expecting Issa to show up and she didn't. That's what I wanted to happen. I wanted her to leave Molly Mm -hmm. hanging the way Molly has left Issa hanging all season long. Just um, being unaccounted I for to hear that conversation needed. between Molly and Issa, I well, want to hear it in the you going hear it you gonna hear it in the you're going hear it in the season premiere season five that's where it's going to pick up is that conversation
0: what was the same thing that um isa had with lawrence their last season the season two where they both for at the apartment and he get, he got the couch mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. That that was cathartic. That's what we really wanted. It, with them just fading away in the restaurant that they you know, I mean, Easter egg, I mean, they were the same restaurant they were in for season one. So yeah, we caught that. I caught it. Yeah, I got That was the first episode. That was the first scene that they had in the beginning of the show. But it's like there, if there would have been a talk, it would have been Because this this season has done so good with dialogue. Just people just exchange and talk. Like that whole Lawrence and Issa conversation, even though I'm not a Lawrence fan, that was brilliant. The way that the the background just stopped and they just happened to talk about them being together and he wanted to go home and she not wanting to come home. If we would have had that with Molly and Issa, that would have just made it all worthwhile.
1: Yeah. I didn't like the closing scene. I feel like it should have, they should have left it at what was going on with Lawrence and Issa. Or like I said, I would have been happy if Issa would have stood Molly up, you know what I'm saying? Because girl, why do you think you get to have anything with me after the way you have been treating me for months now? Not days, not weeks, but months. You have been treating me like shit. You have been shitting on me to anybody that will listen down to your goddamn therapist not holding yourself accountable, but now that you're single, and what I said would happen happened. Now you want to you want to sit down and talk. So the
2: show the show writer, Princess Perry, he um, tweeted something yesterday after the finale that I wanted to address. He said, "We wanted to get Molly and Issa back together. They need each other. That's a love story in this show. Their life without each other isn't as good. They need each other." This is my thing with that, though, right? I thought that the last scene was lazy as fuck. First of all, I am emotionally invested in the show, ho. You need to give me the conversation that they had and I'm not trying to wait till season five to hear it. That's number one. Number right. two, you literally spent the whole season writing the show, letting us know that without Molly, Lisa is fine. She is doing more without Molly than she did with Molly because she didn't have somebody dragging her down and being that voice of doubt. Now you want to tell me as a show writer, like they need each other. That's a love story. No, the fuck it ain't. Eh? What kind of toxic shit is that? Molly, Issa. that's all the
0: That's all that whole thing showed me. Issa, somebody was like they need each other. I said no. Issa was fine. Issa didn't call her. Molly called Issa.
1: While like, they were not speaking, Molly, uh, Issa went and got her whole groove back. So I'm right. just like, at what point did Issa need Molly? No, Molly needs Issa now because Molly has isolated herself from everyone and she no longer has the man that she was flaunting in everybody's face or the the man that gave her the boost of courage to dog out her best friend of over 15 years. So like I said, it would have been, if I was like, if I would have had a hand in writing that episode, I, Molly would have had to suffer. Like she I would have. It, wouldn't have, it wouldn't have been no Issa showing up. In that scene she no, would have just, it just been desire. showing her sitting there waiting looking at her phone looking at her watching shit and then the scene would have closed out like that i wouldn't Issa wouldn't have showed up the shit so it's like right. again you know it's still fuck molly for me and as usual no. she dysfunctioned her way out of great friendships and relationships mm-hmm. but i'm looking forward to season five i'm not gonna lie i didn't necessarily I didn't like I've how really the season finale went, but I I know that it's a setup for how season five will go, and so I I,
0: I, I had a whole moment. I said and I put this on Facebook. I was like, "Damn!" So Drew and Lawrence both got babies on the way. I said, "All these bitches in the same social circle. To, like, can you imagine a game night with these people?" <laughs> no,
2: but I'm gonna no. tell you what's gonna be good because if uh uh conception keeps that baby you know because there's still time honey you can run on to the chop shop if she <laughs> did she take a blood baby.
3: test that's what i want to know did she take right. a blood test because i feel like
2: she don't
1: strike me as that type that baby lawrence is but it's just Lawrence's weird baby. that's lawrence baby. i ain't gonna, do, con, I ain't gonna do condola bad like that even though she a, a dumb bitch but that's definitely lawrence. Like lawrence
0: but i would I, she not i would give condol- condolies of that like Wow. I, that's my baby. She'll give me the sleep around type of girl. Exactly.
1: I'm gonna tell but you writers, camouflage.
2: Yes. Writers, listen up, honey. If you want some good content, I'm gonna give you this one for free. This is what you should do next season. She's having that baby, right? But there's going to be stress between Tiffany and the rest of the friend group. Well, Tiffany and Issa because she's planning Kanishawa shower. She's being there for her and, and, and doing all the things that she did when she was pregnant with her daughter that uh cash you did with her i want molly to step up and say and and say something on Issa's behalf like girl you're fucking wrong so y'all do with that what you want to show writers.
1: yeah that's a good setup but you Mm should have kept that we could have sold that (laughs) (laughs) brie but that was it that was season four of insecure um we're gonna do something special next week we're gonna do a, a like a live q a on facebook or, or I don't, yeah facebook and we're gonna discuss the season overall so if you guys listen make sure you follow the insecure experience page on facebook um stanley you were a phenomenal guest let me yes. tell you phenomenal yes. i would love to have you on some of our other shows because you this is what this, this you are a great guest. Really enjoyed you. We all yes. the guests were good. Let me say that. Hey Leah. Yes. Um Kai, <laughs> even though we didn't agree with nothing you said, we appreciate you. We <laughs>
2: still so appreciate you.
1: We appreciate yes. you. Really, really enjoy having you on. Do you I'm have good, um good. social media handles that you want to share? Anything um, my, you have my, on that you want promoted? Let us know. Uh, my,
0: Insta- my Instagram is um Trey underscore t-r-a-e underscore t-h-e underscore at the arrogant at 89 i'm trying to work on my own youtube uh or uh, uh podcast thing it's just, it's just it's a lot of you need like a whole moment to just really devote to it so you, you get it yeah but, but mm-hmm. that's and you know um tf um knows my facebook page and i do a lot of insecure talk on there so
1: Okay. Well so. we'll That's be sure it. to put your social media in the show notes. I really mm-hmm. we really enjoyed you. We yes. hope y'all enjoyed season four. I enjoyed season four overall. There were a couple I misses did. for me, for sure. but yeah. overall, it was a really phenomenal season. Yes. Looking forward to season five. But in the meantime, we're gonna retro these other seasons leading mm-hmm. up yes. to season five. Like we're gonna run it back. Um and and give you our thoughts on everything leading up to this season ladies y'all got anything to say before we get up out of here the only thing i gotta say is you know check out our official the insecure
3: experience playlist Mm -hmm. it is perfectly curated for any mood that you are in uh continue to listen and share our podcast with your cool co-workers your favorite cousin even your real cool auntie give us five star ratings, give us really good reviews because we really doing this thing out here, and you know we love and appreciate all of our listeners of the podcast, and we are going to continue to bring y'all good content.
2: And I just want to say, I still am very pissed that she's pregnant. <laughs> sorry i'm not over it i'm not over it but um i appreciate the listeners especially the ones on facebook who are so engaged y'all be jumping in there so damn quick i don't even know where i can get a leg in i appreciate that i wake up and it be
1: booming
3: oh like y'all be lit on facebook and y'all got me actually really utilizing my facebook a lot more now than what i did you know prior it feels yeah people
1: talk shit about facebook but a lot of a lot of big names still have a Facebook presence. Like you need all of them. So, you know, that's where that is at, but we will see y'all back next week for the live Q and a as usual. Thank you ladies. I really enjoy doing this with y'all. Thank you. Yes. Um, subscribe to the Patreon too. buy some merchandise. Listen to mama meets world listen to the wind down ratchet ramblings and all of our other shows and we will see y'all back next week all right y'all
0: have fun